Beyond Our Focus, I'm Stefan, this is Amanda, and this is Let's Palaver for Monday, November 19th. 19th. Really, 19. What a good number for this to <laughs> land on. It happens to be realize. on the 19th. Yes. Didn't even realize that. Caw. Caw. Already. I think about it then now. Like, now 19. we decided the puppy. It's a, it's a magical number. It's a magical number. So. Go ahead. Up. No, I know. I know. I'm so Blue sad. Girl. Y'all were excited, so I was excited. All right. Get in the middle of my spiel. I don't know what's going on anymore. You didn't even say the name of the show. I, I did. think I did. I did. Mm-hmm. I, I remember. I remember specifically saying it. But it is. Um. I usually. I said let's plower for November nineteenth. But I didn't say the name of the book, where, because normally that's the place. I change things. It's different. Y'all understand what's going on. This is where we are going over the Dark Tower series. We are in the drawing of the three. The chapters are weird in this one. So, chapter five. Yeah. This, this is the second time we've come across five. chapter five, isn't it? Or No. No, but we'll do it again in the next thing. Yeah. This is it's part, so weird. Part one. one chapter, chapter five. five. Yes. Uh, shootout. Showdown. Showdown and shootout. There we go. Yeah, I just knew shoot it was in there somewhere. What's going on? So strap in, because these are always a little bit long. Not as long as um our last what's in the box episode, because yeah. that was long. It was a good. episode. It told it out to be two hours and fourteen minutes long. It was a good episode. It was a great episode, but it's long. We still write well. Fuck yeah. Sorry. We're kind of, we time travel a bit when we make these. We do. But this will come out the day, the, the Monday the, after that goes out. So. No, it won't. This is the Monday at the beginning of the Oh, week. yeah. Yeah, so it so hasn't yeah, this happened is backwards. Yet. <laughs> oh, my Lord, we're gone. So He's this coming right Friday, now. you will see it because everything's <laughs> wonky and backwards is weird. But it's all right. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about that differently because yeah, it would not come out tomorrow. No, no. It's come out it, next Friday. It's come out this Friday. It's weird. It's yeah. weird. It's all right, though. It's a good one. It's a good one. You should check it out. If Definitely, if you would like to be part of a very interesting and very needed discussion, I would suggest staying till the end on that one. You can skip over our little trivial food talk. Yeah, you can probably skip the first 15, 20 minutes of that episode because there's not much going on there. But we once we get our topic... We really dive into some fun stuff, and it really it's great conversation. And the fact that it's actually branching off of this is amazing. Yeah, in a way. In a way, yes. it definitely is branching it, off of this. It was inspired by Ka. So, yes. So, yes. Definitely check it out this Friday. Um, it, it's, it's long, but it's worth it. It's long, but it is definitely, definitely worth it. Um, mascot wants to say hi. Yeah, he, he, before he she needs to be a part of down. this. Okay, go ahead. But alrighty, I guess at some point we probably should just actually jump into this. No. Nice five-minute intro here, just talking about everything. Well, someone got <laughs> really excited about the date, so. Boy, let's do. Has that before? Gatored over it, but it is all good. All right, let's start in the beginning. 
Which we start off with Henry. Henry. Good yes. old, the great sage and eminent junkie, Henry. Yes. So the last time we saw Henry, he's playing a trivia game with Balzar's goons. Yes. Eddie doesn't know where he is except that he's with Balazar. Yeah, he knows he's there. Or Balazar has him some yes. way. And Henry Henry knows that Eddie's on his way at some point. Mm-hmm. So we just pick right back up with them playing their game. And Henry is just so out of it. It's yes. not even funny. Um... Yeah, it's literally right here in the beginning. Because last episode, I mentioned that at some point, yeah. they ask about Johnny Cash. Yes. I had forgotten that they had intentionally set up the question yeah. to make it Johnny Cash. Because to every single question they asked, he kept saying Johnny Cash. And they're like... Every like everything is Johnny Cash, and he said Johnny Cash is everything. Exactly. So now, finally, they realize that Henry's starting to get worse off. He's starting to nod even more, and they're just like, "Let's." He. They said he was like in the sports category, like on his card. Yeah. But they're like, "Let's just tell him it's arts and entertainment, and just set this entire thing up." Okay, listen close, George said, and winked again. Although Henry was in the sports category, George announced the category was arts and entertainment. Uh, what pop- popular country and western singer had the hits with A Boy Named Sue? Great song. Yes. Really liked it. I don't know the other ones, but I know A Boy Named Sue. You didn't know False and Prison Blues? I may have heard it. I don't oh, recognize geez. it, though. And number, uh, uh, yeah, numbers, other... Numerous. Numerous other songs... Blah, blah, blah. They ask, and, um, well, needless to say, Henry decides, not Johnny Cash this time. Yeah. Can't be Johnny Cash. Walter Brennan. Which I looked up. <laughs> I'm like, who oh, is Walter Brennan? He's like some really famous old actor huh. who won, I think, I think, three Academy Awards or something way back in the day. The name sounds really familiar, but my yeah. brain's not the show, His picture, like, he shows it was, like, in Westerns and stuff. Oh. This is, like, way back when. It's, like, in, like, the 30s or 40s or something. You skipped something interesting. Though. Did I? Okay, well. Yes. Oh, oh, no, yes. no. I wrote this down, too. Yes. And I just apparently skipped my, it over. My note yeah. on it was, mm-hmm. this popular singer is also known as The Man in Black. Oh, like, yeah. How appropriate and interesting. <laughs> His first name means the same as a place you go take a piss, and his last name means what you got in your wallet, unless you're a needle freak. Yep. So. Yep, yep. I did have write that down. I just did completely skip and got to the end. But yeah, that was <laughs> the, definitely... The Man in Black. The Man I guess in... I didn't know that Johnny Cash had that nickname. Like, huh? I don't know. Like I have... I'm wearing a Johnny Cash shirt, and I didn't know he was called uh, The Man in Black. Like, you'd think that'd be something I would have brought I think up. Everybody's from. heard of Johnny Cash, but... How much do we really know about Johnny Cash? He's been around for a very long time. Or he had been. I'm pretty sure he's dead now. So. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, 
moving, moving, moving on past that. Uh, they get yelled at because they're being too loud, and it kind of shakes the the card tower that Balazar is working on. So they pretty much are told to quiet down. And yeah. so for his, you know, great answer, because they tell him it's correct. They tell him Walter Brennan indeed is the man in black. Of course. Um, but everything else is a lie. Let's just, sure, why not? It's got to be Walter then, Brennan. So uh, Henry is like, so how about a fix? And they're like, yes. And Let's everything's foreshadowing again. Get you a fix. Because it says, good idea, George said. And took a, whatever, cigar box from behind him. From it, he produced a hypo. He stuck it into the scarred vein above Henry's elbow. And Henry's last rocket took off. Because at the beginning, they mentioned that, you know, rockets taking off, you know, obviously meant things weren't weren't going well. But that was your end. That was when you hit Good old the Henry. bad end. Good old Henry. So, I really like this particular chapter. I like how they play it out. And I like, of course, yeah. the end of this chapter. <laughs> so, um, now we jump right back into the pizza van with Eddie and... Everybody else. Oh, them getting out of the pizza van. I kind of... I Obviously, I read it, but I kind of didn't really know anything on all the technology that they had in the van. Yeah, but, just a whole bunch of DA cop stuff. Yeah. If you're, if you're gonna... What was it? If you're gonna beat the man, you have to have the same stuff as the yeah. man or something along so those lines? They, they, they got it at cutthroat prices and... Blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Nothing that particularly important to the story. All, the only part that you really need to know is that Balazar was notified that they had arrived because um, Andalini had pushed a button as soon as Eddie got out of the van, which we assume is an intercom because it literally says it's an intercom. Yeah. So. Less them in, and Roland is a bit amazed after walking into the bar. Yes, I, I, I did note that. Um, the, uh, when he's talking about glass. Glass. There's glass everywhere. Every, everywhere. The gunsmith reckoned glass gleamed melody everywhere. More glass in this one room than he had seen in all the years, years since his childhood. When s- supply lines had begun to break down. Blah, 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 blah. I actually like that part because it's once again, you learn about the world moving on. It literally says... When, li- uh, when supply lines had begun to break down, partially because of inter- interdicting raids carried out by the rebel forces of Farson, the good man, but mostly, he thought, simply because the world was moving on. Farson had been a symptom of that great movement, but not the cause. So it's like we once again get a picture of how Roland's world was and how it's, it started breaking down. Yeah. There's a couple little times in this little thing that they kind of just jump back for just a second, only a small line, and then back into what's going on. The cards. Um, and then, of course, the creation of light, the sculpture, that I assume, just by the description, is a stoplight. Yep, it did sound like that. Yeah, yeah. In one corner was a sculpted creation of lights that rose and changed, rose and changed, rose and changed. Gold to green, green to yellow, yellow to red, red to gold again. Written across it in great letters was a word he could read, 
but which meant nothing to him. Racola. Which means nothing to me. Either. Yeah, I've got nothing on that one. I don't know what that means either. I'm with you. But never mind. There was business to be done here. So he kind of let himself get distracted for a bit. Like he he had to remind himself that he wasn't a tourist. He had a job. That he, he had a job. He had to on. actually pay attention to things. What's your next one? Because mine's like another page or so. Um... <laughs> The third, oh, the vanguard. I thought it was funny that he said, uh, the man who had let them in was clearly the brother of the man who drove what Eddie called the van, as in vanguard, Roland assumed, or Roland supposed. So Roland's kind of just making up things as he goes. Well, he's trying to relate things to his words that he's aware of. And van is, well, we know van, but he doesn't know what a van is. <laughs> and then uh, the last one, at least, it might be on a, no? Okay. Mine's it's after on, that. Yeah. yeah. Is the uh, tower. What about it? Literally the first sentence of four. Part four. Which is, the gunslinger looked at the tower of cards on Balazar's desk and thought, another sign. Him and his tower. His tower is super important. Yep, mine's after that. Then Balazar's asking, of course, where's his drugs? Where are the two pounds of (laughs) cocaine or whatever it was? And, I mean, if you ain't got it, how'd you hide it? Where is it? Who's got it? You've got it. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much the uh, first thing I wrote down about that page was when it shows Balazar responding to Eddie, because the first thing Eddie says to him is, I ain't your son. Yep. Because he's like, oh, son, like... And oh, Eddie, Eddie's very, <laughs> very confident <laughs> in himself, with Roland with him. He's cool, he's good, He's he is... But he said, Balazar made a little gesture that was at the same time comic, sad, and untrustworthy. You hurt me, Eddie, it said. You hurt me when you say a thing like that. And all I pictured was, like, the classic, like, mafia movie. Like, you hurt me. Mm. Oh no, it, it's very something we've seen yeah. a lot. <laughs> so then that's when Eddie's just like, nope, this is my plan. Oh no, Eddie, it is very, very, very strict, very, um, what's up, I'm actually looking for here? Very bold in talking to Balazar. Oh yeah. Someone he would never speak like this ever before. No. He is way, way <laughs> bold. Yeah, pretty Ooh. much straight out tells him exactly what his plan is, which, you know, He's going to go into the bathroom and magically come out with shit. Half. Half of half, it. Half. Half of it. But yeah, a little further down that page, it says, uh, How am I doing, Roland? Eddie asks. I think you're doing very well. But don't let this man Balazar get his balance, Eddie. I think he's dangerous. You think so, huh? Well, I'm one up on you there, Fred. I know he's dangerous. Very dangerous. Oh yeah, no, Balazar's... Not a good guy. Not even a little bit of a good guy. He's... Yep, and then... And yeah, then we got the explanation of the bathroom. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to get half the drugs. Because they're they're here. Someone's already delivered them. They're here. And they're waiting for you. Yeah. Pretty much he said... He he has told Balazar that some magical way... Some... Just some way... The drugs are already there, and, of course, uh, Balazar kind of loses his cool a bit. 
like he kind of starts getting uncertain. Meanwhile, one of his goons automatically says, oh, he's led the feds to us. And Balasire's like, no one's been here. No one can get here without an alarm going off. And then, sure enough, so Eddie comes up with a plan. Get ta- Gonna bring half, the other half, or that half's going with Henry. Henry's going home. Mm-hmm. No, Henry's going home with their stuff, their payment. Yeah. And once he's good, he's gonna call, give Eddie some secret code word that they had planned out. And then Ed- Eddie would bring back the other half. But it was magically going to be in the bathroom that no one's been in. Of course. Um, and so the note I, the next note I have, isn't until a couple pages later. Let's see, it was Santa Claus, blah blah. Yeah, they go in. Of course, uh, Balazar wants them to inspect the bathroom. Yes. Um, the first note that I put was on, for me, it's 150, so it's the very beginning of five. The very beginning of five? Yeah. Yeah, mine is, yeah, I think it's the beginning of five as well, so. Pretty much mine was, uh, the first, <laughs> sorry, I just realized what my phone had put as Balazar's name, but, um, <laughs> Balazar's, but, uh, the first paragraph is his view of Eddie now. Which is that he doesn't like it. He doesn't like this. Jack's, of course, you know, still in the bathroom, looking around. And just Balazar's starting to actually sweat. Like, he's starting starting to realize that Eddie was a junkie when he last saw him. Was just some junkie. And now, suddenly, he had grown. He had changed. It's like yeah, somebody. It's like somebody poured two quarts of fresh guts down his throat. <laughs> yeah, in a lot of ways, it's kind of yeah. true. Yes, that was it, and dope. Oh, so he kind of had this idea that maybe, you know, maybe uh, Eddie decided to just take the dope himself. <laughs> but. Um. Yeah, they, they thoroughly checked Eddie. Yeah, they checked the bathroom, and then they checked Eddie. Yep. Thoroughly. There was no dope in his bathroom, no dope on Eddie or in him. Yes. Yep. This is your hand would have come out cleaner, and I wouldn't be standing here feeling like I just got raped by Ferdinand Bull. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that down as Ferdinand. <laughs> it's like, oh, well... So, yeah, Eddie at this point is um, butt naked. Yes. The bathroom's been searched. Eddie has been thoroughly searched himself. Yes. Because they just don't believe... They f- Bowser knows Eddie is up to something. Yes. Doesn't know what. Doesn't know how. But now he's starting to falter. Because the first thing Balazar <clears throat> starts thinking of is magicians. Harry Houdini, Blackstone, Doug Henning, and David Copperfield. They kept saying the magic acts were as dead as vaudeville, but Henning was a superstar and the Copperfield kid had blown the crowd away the one time Balazar had caught his act in Atlantic City. Balazar had loved magicians from the first time he had seen one. But pretty much he's now looking at the situation as a magician would. So he's like, 
More than that, to make sure there was no way to get anything inside. So he pretty much was, they had an assistant or something. Like, yeah. like they just did. They cleaned out the bathroom. They cleaned out Eddie. <clears throat> and ta-da, it's still not there. And, and he like, does have an assistant. Yeah. A magical, visible assistant, it's but like, he's got one. I think maybe he's done it. I don't know how, and I don't care. The only thing I know for sure is that I don't like any of this. Oh, not no. one bit. And we... <sighs> yeah. We hop places again. Yeah, we, we jump a little bit. We jump into the other room. Yes. With George Biondi. Yep. He also had something he did not like. And he doubted if Eddie Dean was going to be a wild about it either. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. Uh, yeah, the first note I wrote down was narcophobia because I thought that was hilarious. The kid, he didn't know necrophobia, so he wrote narcophobia because. I don't know what we're talking about. Okay. I have um, no idea what we're actually talking about. It pretty much it was. Uh, oh, it's, I probably have a little further down. Oh, I think I know what you. I just said uh, he put his mouth. Okay. Henry, George muttered in Henry's ear. He put his mouth so close that it was like kissing a girl's ear in a movie theater. And that was pretty fucking gross. Especially when you consider that the guy was probably dead. It was like narcophobia or whatever they called it. And it's, it's necrophobia, but... Yeah, you get the point. Good old Henry Dean is dead. Yes, his, he has, his last rocket. His last rocket. He is 100% officially dead. He has overdosed or whatever. He's been on this point for a very long time. And you want to talk about an inconvenient time to end up dead. For Henry Dean, it was all over. For Henry Dean, the ball game had been rained out in the seventh inning. Wasn't nothing ticking but his watch. Yeah, because that heart ain't doing nothing. Yep. And so then George... Pretty much turned to see me and was like, I think we might have a problem. Yep, I think we <laughs> might have a problem, George whispered. We don't want to be loud. These walls are awfully thin. Yeah. <laughs> and that they are. So then Jack, we hop back and Jack has come out of the bathroom to let everybody know there's nothing in there. Yeah, of course. The bathroom's clean. Nothing's in there. Nothing's going. As a side note, which we kind of, we didn't mention, but is important because it does come up. Originally, before yeah. Jack even went in, he asked Balazar, is there anything, any place I need to know about mm -hmm. in that bathroom? And Balazar at first was like, oh, you don't trust me. He kind of had that, oh, you don't trust me vibe. Then was like, you know what, I'll be straight with him. There's a there's a little cabinet hidden behind... The mirror. Some, yeah. I think the like the mirror area. Yeah. Uh, that he keeps some personal stuff in. It's like, it's not big enough to hold a pound of Coke. Yeah. But... Just Check it anyways. Yeah. But yeah, that does that is semi definitely important here in a few minutes. Yeah. I love Eddie's personality though, because it's like there's no dope in there, and if you were thinking about the window, you can forget it. That's ten gauge steel mesh. I wasn't thinking about the window, and it is in there. Eddie said quietly, "You just don't know where to look." Yeah, yeah, and all, all's cool and dandy until we get a we get a, a little hitch, a little problem. <laughs> yeah. 
Eddie's plan was, I'm going to go in there alone. Alone. Good, Eddie said, and started towards the bathroom door. Not alone. Balazar said, Eddie stopped at once, his body stiffening as Balazar had shot him. As if Balazar had shot him with an invisible harpoon. And it's gone according to the... Anyway, Jack's going with you. No. Eddie said it once. That's not what I... Eddie, Balazar said gently. You don't tell me no. That's one thing you don't do. So there's now a hitch. Things can go off. Can't go according to plan. <laughs> and there's another guy in the bathroom with him. Yeah. But, you know, the gunslinger always has a plan. He does. The gunslinger awfully nifty. Let oh. him come. It will be all right. Listen. Eddie, listen. It might jump to two pages, but... Mine did not. It was actually pretty much the next part, because here, here you notice and realize that even though Roland is inside Eddie's mind, Eddie still shows signs that he's listening. Like, that there is something going on, because he stops for a minute, and as he's listening to Roland, he kind of cocks his head to the side. And Balazar is just staring at him. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it was as if the kid was listening to a voice only he could hear. And then, a couple sentences down, it says, The same thought passed through... Okay, it is the next one. The same thought passed through Andalini's mind, but in a different way. What's this? He looks like the dog on those old RCA Victor records. Call had wanted to tell him something about Eddie's eyes. Suddenly, Jack Andalini wish he had listened. So. Yeah, everyone's getting <laughs> suspicions that something is up, for sure. If Eddie had been listening to voices inside his head, they had either quit talking or he had quit paying attention. Okay, he said, come along, Jack. I'll show you the eighth world of wonder. He Oops. flashed a smile that neither Jack Andalini nor Enrico Balazar cared for in the slightest. No, no. <laughs> And now that Eddie has a newfound uh, bravery here, or a newfound, um, if I, can't, I can't find words with the newfound words I can't find. <laughs> so anyways. So yeah, Eddie and Jack go to the restroom. Yep, and then Jack doesn't want to shut the door, and Eddie says some stuff, and Balthor tells him to shut the door, so he shut the door, and then Eddie makes a smart remark. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when things just happen. Yep, things start happening very, very quickly. Well, ain't had enough of your turd. It says, Anatoly said to no one in particular, he raised, he raised the gun, but forward, meaning to pistol whip Eddie in the mouth. Then he froze. Gun drawn up across the body. The snarl that beard his bared his teeth, slacking to the blah, 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 surprised and saw what Cole Vincent had seen in the van. Eddie's eyes changed from brown to blue. And there's brown again. They're not brown! To these cracked out people they are, okay? They're not brown. Blah. Now grab him. A low, commanding voice said, and although the voice came from Eddie's mouth, it was not Eddie's voice. Schizo, Jack Andalini thought. He's gone schizo! <laughs> But the thought broke off when Eddie's hand grabbed his shoulder because when that happened, Anatoly saw a hole in reality 
suddenly appear about three feet behind Eddie. No, not a hole. Its dimensions were too perfect for that. It was a door. Yeah, yeah, apparently. We, we, we take a Jack. <laughs> we're kidnapping Jack and throwing him into another world. Oh, yeah. That's, that's how you do things. Of course. If someone's coming with you, they're really coming oh, with you. Oh, you're coming with. You're going to go find this, see this dope. So, uh, pretty much, like, he doesn't realize until the last minute. Oh, 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 that's what you're trying to do. So he's sitting there trying to fight, and it's too late. And it's you, way you, too you late. You pulled through. It's way, way too late. Good old Jack. My next hand was left hand. Because I believe that's the hand that he was holding the gun in, wasn't it? Either way, Roland's like, left hand, Roland screamed at himself as they went through and he separated from Eddie. Remember, left hand, left hand. So I, I want to say it was just reminding Eddie that the guy had the gun in the left hand in case Eddie didn't have the gunslinger intuition because Roland was separating from him. Yeah, my next note is up for a couple here, so if you got anything. Um, Mine's not till like, halfway through 12. Oh, mine was... My last note on that was Roland's thought that he didn't even think about the fact that there is a possibility his body might be dead. Like, he might be going back to death. Mm -hmm. And it didn't hit him until they were, he was already rolling away. <laughs> too late. <laughs> too late to wonder. Too late to go back. And... Because the next big thing is, they start wrestling a little bit. They start fighting a little bit. Yeah, my my first thing was the the first misfire. Uh, Which is I think mine's right before that. Snapped his head around Saul. He saw through him off balance again. What he saw he threw him off balance again. There was this guy standing there. Only he looked more like a ghost than a guy. Yeah. Not exactly Casper the friendly ghost. <laughs> Now, oh, just another description. I did have that, yeah. Not it's just another great description of how yeah. terrible <laughs> Roland looks. He looks sick, sick and dying. But even so, he also looked tough enough to make Andalini feel like a soft-boiled egg. Oh, which Roland. is pretty bad, being that we got that description of Andalini from Eddie. Yeah, and Andalini's a big, big guy. Not someone you want to screw with. And the Joker was wearing a pair of guns. Oh yeah. Yeah, so, um... Yeah. <laughs> you got a very particular phrase. So, yeah, so... On which mark? I don't know, it's like halfway. It's like almost to 13. Oh, yeah, that's my next one. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, my next one is pretty... That's what I meant by misfire. Oh, well, I still, I don't have the misfire. Oh. Or, I mean, oh, no, I do. My... Well, my... Mine's right before the misfire actually yeah. happens. Mine's the wording they decide to use. Uh, sick or well, wide awake, or still half asleep, faster than a streak of blue summer lightning. <laughs> Gosh darn, Roland. I know. No matter what, you are insane when it comes to your gun. Yes. And of course, Andalini knows it. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Andalini's convinced. Next thing is that I'm beat. Andalini thought. Full of sick wonder, Christ, he's faster than anybody I've ever saw. I'm beat. 
Holy Mary, Mother of God. He's going to blow me away. He's go. The man in the ragged shirt pulled the trigger of the revolver in his left hand, and Jack Andalini thought, really thought, he was dead before he realized there had been only a dull click instead of a report. Misfire. Smiling, Andalini rose to his knees and raised his own gun. I don't know who you are, but you can kiss your ass goodbye, you fucking spook, he said. Those darn misfires. They've had a lot of bad luck yeah. with rolling. They're convinced they're going to kill him. And then that's when Eddie steps up. Yeah, he steps up by grabbing a rock and throwing it. What? It saves Roland, does it not? <sighs> and he throws it pretty damn hard. <laughs> it takes it takes a pretty good flap of skin off of Jack and Andalee's face. So. My next one is. Mine's 15 and 16, technically. So. Um, last paragraph trying to kill Eddie. Oh, just him. The fact that he felt like he was going to die, but if he was going to die, he was going to take Eddie with him. Yep. Brought his gun up. The little carbon now seemed to weigh about 20 pounds, but he managed. Oh. This better not be another misfire, Roland thought grimly, and thumbed the hammer back again. Below the din of the gulls, he heard the smooth oil click as the chamber re- revolved. I just love how they broke this yes. up. 15, I, 16, and like, it was no misfire. I love it. And then 17. I just, I like that impact that it has. It's just final. It's just there. It's like, it, this, is, this is your last hope. And then, answer. Solution. It's interesting how it's just yeah. broken up. We go from 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Yeah. Oh, within a page and a half. And then I pretty much just wrote uh, for 161 what happened to Andalini. Oh, yeah. Good old Andalini. <laughs> this does not work out well for him. Nope. 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 So, uh, the thing is, is that Roland did not aim at Andalini this time. Because pretty much Roland is staring at Andalini. Andalini has his gun on Eddie. Yep. So he aims for Andalini's gun. Yep. Technically he aims and for the hand, but yes. He hits it. Yeah, he he sure does. The hand which had been holding the Colt Cobra was missing below the middle of the palm. The gun was a senseless piece of twisted metal lying on the sand. Eddie stared at him, stunned. No one would ever misjudge Jack Andalini's caveman face again, because now he had no face. Where it had been, there was now nothing but a churned mess of raw flesh and the black screaming hole of his mouth. The bullet must have struck the cylinder of the gun. That's the very next thing. At the exact moment. He pulled the trigger, which exploded and must have set off a few bullets, so Jack loses his hand... Loses so much of his face, it's not even funny. And then wanders in the wrong direction. Yep, just kind of falls off the edge. And sure enough, our good old buddies come and get him. Yeah, the good Lovetrocities decide, oh, lunch! Yeah, but the first thing is, is that Eddie is like, kill him. Put him out of his misery. 
And the gunslinger is just like, too late. The gunslinger said with a cold indifference that chilled Eddie's flesh all the way into the bone. Yeah, he wasn't particularly, um, he wasn't really that concerned with it. No. As you promised, the man, Balazar Roland said, no more, no less, and we go back. He looked levelly at Eddie, only this time I have to go back with you, myself. Yes. <laughs> Yay! So Ghost Roland is going through the door. <laughs> physically going through the door. Yes. And yet, there's an important thing that needs to happen before they can leave. I don't know. So, Roland is pretty much... He says, you can't handle this alone. He's like, come here. We have little time and I have little liking for what I must do now. It's something I've never done before. Mm -hmm. Never thought I would do. His lips twisted bitterly. I'm getting used to doing things like that. So, pretty much... Not only that, but Eddie's just like, just who are you, Roland? What are you? And that heat I feel baking off you, is it just fever or some kind of madness? I think it might be both. And now Roland does something. I I probably think it's almost painful for him to do. There it is. It's like giving up a child. Yes. So he pretty much just kind of gestures at his hip and says, take it. He can't use it. No, not with his right hand, anyway. So he, he can use his left one, but... Which he, we found the second ghost insanely quick. Oh, yes, yeah, still. Still. But he's like, it's no good to me. Not now, perhaps never again. I, Eddie swallowed, I don't want to touch it. I don't want you to either, the gunslinger said with curious gentleness. But I'm afraid neither of us have a choice. There's going to be shooting. There is? Yes, the gunslinger looked sincerely, Eddie. Quite a lot of it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. just, just a little. Yeah, yeah if, if, if you open the door back up and Jack ain't there, but this ghost man is there, there gonna be some questions. No. So we could jump back to Balazar, who's kind of looking at the door like, uh, you're taking too long. I don't like this. Tries calling out, no one answers, gets his own gun out, and then is just like, everybody come. Like, I need my goons. Like, you know what? This has gone too far. I don't know what's going on. We're just going to kill him. Yeah. We're just going to kill him. And so... This is when he'll go... What is it? See me? Yep. So good old see me walks back out. Yeah. And like, boss! Boss, I got I to gotta tell you something. But he doesn't like telling boss the bad news. Yeah. You see? Will you hurry up? Bazaar, yo, instead of the. I'm pretty already. Uh, just see me over here. We got a problem. Yeah. We got a problem. Bazaar's yelling at him. And we cut back over the roll. Uh, back over the roll and Eddie again. Yep. Everything's coming to a climax here. So Eddie has finally taken the gun in his hand for the first time. 19. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a little heavy to him he's afraid about the recoil but 
Yet there was some part of him that wanted to hold it, that responded to its perfectly expressed purpose, that sensed its dim and bloody history and wanted to be part of it. No one but the best ever held this baby in his hand, Eddie thought, until now at least. So it's like you kind of get the sense that there's part of Eddie that, that you know, belongs with this little weapon. Ah, <laughs> oh, good old Eddie. Good old Eddie. But yes, then the next thing is jumping, just jumping back through. Yep, they go back through. And the first thing they hear when they come back through is, we got a problem. Uh, yeah, there is definitely a problem. <laughs> As Eddie is going back behind the mirror. Yes. It's like, oh, what do we got back here? And a couple of useless things. Some child porn, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, my goodness. Go Belzar! Yeah, yeah go Belzar! You're just bastard. even a better fella there. Hmm. And some... K-Flex. K-Flex? K-Flex. Is that how you pronounce that? Sure. How does Roland... Usually you can... Roland says it completely different. Yeah, you can... He calls it, like, she-flit or something. Yeah. But still, K-Flex or K-Flex? Yeah. Whatever. K-Flex, yeah. K-Flex. But I don't know. Um, I called it K-Flex. It's an antibiotic. <laughs> yeah. It's a, prone as they were to infections, both general and local, usually new. So, yes. So he pulled all that out. It's, I think, like in the sink or something at the moment. Yeah, because he was going... He was naked. He, he was, realized he was still naked, so... Yeah, he was naked, so can't really put in the pocket of a naked man. Doesn't really work that way. So he's sitting there pouring it in when suddenly voices and stuff, of course, become a little louder. Yeah. Uh, begin to dump the sink, blah, 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 blah. Well, see me was saying, you see, will you hurry up, Balazar yells. It's the kid's brother, see me said. And Eddie froze with the last two packs of the K-Flex still in his hand. His head cocked. He looked more like a dog in an old RC vector recording than ever. What about him, Bowser asked impatiently. He's dead, Simi said. Eddie dropped the K-Flex into the sink, turned towards Roland. They killed my brother. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know how much they necessarily killed him, yeah. but he's definitely dead. And then, as like suddenly, Balazar didn't care about his goods, about the unanswered questions or anything. He just wanted dead. So he, of course, calls out to Jack, who he assumes is still in the bathroom with him. Because like, where would he go? It's just like kill him, Jack. And that 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 Eddie's just like they killed my brother. They, they killed, killed my brother. They did it. Balazar suddenly knew knew it wasn't Jack the kid was talking to. Get all the people. There's one little line I like down here, right past 21. I don't know where you're at. Yeah. Uh, from the other room, kill him, Jack, blah, blah, blah. Let me make sure I'm actually on the right page. The, oh, I'm supposed to be anyway. Mine was just that entire thing. The first thing is, is that Eddie's back to being called the prisoner. The good old prisoner. Yeah. They killed my brother, the prisoner said. The gunslinger said nothing. He only watched and thought. The good old bottles. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> this can help me. That's when you just reach over real quick. Let me, can I just pop two of those yeah. real quick? Let's just go ahead and get the process started. If I die, well, it's for nothing. But if I lived, we'd, a little sooner. 
And so pretty much Roland's like, do you want to do something about it or do you just want to stand here? <laughs> oh, I like this. This is what I was talking about. They killed my brother. They killed Henry. In the other room, Balazar was now talking about taking Eddie's head as a trophy. The gunslinger found some odd comfort in this. Not everything in this world was different from his own, it seemed. I guess Tom out rolling heads and taking heads. Oh! Oh, actually, I can relate to that. That's fine. That's cool. So everyone's brutal. It's great. Yeah. Not so bad. So that's pretty much when Roland's like, you, you want to do something? And he's like, yeah, oh, I want to do something about it. He's like, and what is it you want to do? Roland asked, and his voice seemed distant to his own ears. He was sick, full of fever, but what was happening to him now was the onset of a different fever, one which was all too familiar. It was the fever that had overtaken him in Tull. It was battlefire, hazing all thought leaving only the need to stop thinking and start shooting. I want to go to war, Eddie Dean said calmly. You don't know what you're talking about, Roland said, but you're going to find out. When we go through the door, you go right. I have to go left. <laughs> My hand. Eddie nodded. They went to their war. Yep, their war. That would be a cool place to end it, like a chapter. Yeah. I mean, it is a little piece, but it's like that would be like a cool place to that, that would have been a great chapter in it. But I mean, we this still, is called. We still got a little bit to go. <laughs> this is showdown and shootout. Yeah, so, so we I mean, kind of need the shootout. Part. Yeah, we still got a. Well, not a lot. We got over 12 pages. So. <laughs> I only have two notes because, as I said, I read the last part just in general, but mine was just. Don't let me die naked. <laughs> <laughs> you don't let me die naked? <laughs> Nobody wants to die naked. Come on. Yep, don't let me die naked and needing a fix. Yeah, so they go to war. Everybody starts shooting and stuff starts happening. I didn't take a drastic amount of notes through here because things were like things oh, yeah. are happening. People, yeah, I didn't either. All kinds of people are dying. <laughs> uh, Roland shooting a whole bunch of people. The guns are insanely loud in here. Uh, definitely Roland's. Yeah. The last note or the last note that I have was on 170 for me. It's. I just don't know where, where that is. Yeah, uh, yeah you're not too much further. Yeah. Yeah, so never mind. <laughs> but pretty much was just uh, white light from the bathroom shone through the holes in ragged rays. Roland pulled the trigger of his revolver. Only a dry click. Misfire. These darn misfires. They just, Eddie, the they plague him. <laughs> Eddie, the gunslinger, yelled. And Eddie raised his own gun and pulled the trigger. And I think that was that the first time that Eddie had shot... I think so, because I don't think he had shot nothing to that point. Yeah, because it said the crash was so loud that for a moment he thought the gun had blown mm -hmm. up in his hand as Jax had done. He saw part of his Alizar's shoulder disintegrate. And then he went crazy. <laughs> yeah, and there's a whole bunch of Roland shooting, or no, Roland not shooting a whole lot at the moment. Yeah. Uh, but Eddie's shooting, and then some of the guys take out themselves. Yes. One guy ripped another guy in half with a machine gun. Because <laughs> um, he couldn't control it. Exactly. So, yeah, a lot of people dying, a lot of people guts flying everywhere, and it, it, it's a bloodbath. It oh, really yeah. is. My next note isn't for a couple pages. And Eddie has pretty much lost his mind. He's just... He's trying to survive, but at the same time, he's also just trying to kill everything. Roland's kind of just... 
I, I wouldn't say hiding, but he's taking in everything that's going on. Yeah, Roland, after like a couple pages, Roland finally loaded one bullet into his gun. And he did it with his teeth. <laughs> uh, and it says, uh, Roland managed to get into the tunicable at first aim and do squeeze the trigger. Uh, if this yeah, one's if this, a dud. I think we're both gone. It yeah. wasn't. The gun roared and recoiled in his hand. And Jimmy, whomever, I spun still. around with the forty-five. So, yeah. Things aren't going good there. I just like that Roland had to actually load his gun with his teeth. Okay, and I like that right after that, he put his gun away. Like, he knew he was never going to be able to reload it again at this you know, time. He gave up. He's so, like, never mind. I'm not worried about that one. So, at that point, he just kind of... The idea of reloading again with two of his right fingers missing was a joke. Eddie was doing well. Uh, a nice little paragraph that I really, really liked. Which for you would be about the same spot. It's like right here yeah. somewhere. Is um Yeah. Let's see Eddie Rose aiming towards the door and charging and the charging men. He knows Balazar is there, waiting. But he thinks he's the only one of us with a gun now, Roland thought. Here is another one ready to die for you, Roland. What great wrong did you ever do that you should inspire such terrible loyalty in so many? Ah! Roland, you're such an ass. <laughs> I mean... <sighs> another one. Another one just ready to die. God. So, so uh, Roland found another gun. Yeah, yeah. No, he just picked up one off the ground, and then the guy dropped. <laughs> Balazar got his. He got shot four times. Yeah, yeah. Roland uh, decided that using it was a uh, funny because he. There we go. It was a cheap little thing, not much better than a toy. Yeah. I guess compared to his, <laughs> and touching it made his hand feel dirty. But it was perhaps fitting to kill a despicable man with a despicable weapon. Yes. <laughs> and and pretty much Eddie Eddie's starting to like the gun. He's starting to like the revolver. Said the satisfying crash came again. Yeah. I must have gotten the good one. But yeah, he's he's starting to like the feel of that gun, but then just horrible things happen. Horrible, horrible things. Mm -hmm. I got something for you, Eddie, Kevin Blake said from the hallway. I yep. thought you might want it. Like it for a souvenir, you know. What Balazar had not been able to do to the younger Dean brother, Kevin had done to the elder. He lobbed Henry Dean's severed head through the doorway. Yeah. Holy. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and Eddie just went charged after him and just started clicking and hit misfires and didn't it didn't really achieve anything. No. Blind rage. Yes. He ran toward the door pulling the trigger again and again and Kevin Blake stepped into the doorway to meet him. Crouched low. Yeah. Gunslinger take care of that. Oh, he'll do. <laughs> uh, that, that's that's Pretty much what I really like about that was the whole, um, 
He'll be Lou. Like, that, that paragraph, the gunslinger knew exactly what his plan was, what he was doing. He, he knew exactly where he'd be. And the redhead just died right there. Oh, yeah. One shot to the head, he was dead. He was done. It was over. Eddie's still shooting, though. He doesn't care. Yeah, he just keep dry-firing the gun over yeah. and over and over and over and over again. And, uh, so he's sitting there shooting, and then Roland finally tries to take the gun for him, and Eddie pistol whips him. And, and Roland, knocks him out! Yeah. <laughs> At least for a couple minutes, but knocks him out. He was out for no more than two minutes, and then he managed to get things back into focus and make it to his feet. He found, he pretty much found Eddie kind of just coddling his brother's head. Yeah. All right, my next one is the top of this next page. Once Roland wakes back up for me, knocked out. Walks back over the Roland, kind of holding his brother's severed head. Yes. Kind of out of it. Like, Eddie, it's over. They're all dead. And your brother's dead, too. Leave my brother out of this, he shrieked childishly. Yes. Poor, poor Eddie. But... Just... Henry... No, no, not really the best of fellows. He, he wasn't the greatest role model, but he... Oh, that's an understatement of the planet. He tried... He thought he was doing what was best for his brother... And then got into mm. drugs. Because mm. he pretty much Discuss had to... this more. He, he pretty much had mm-hmm. to take care of Eddie. Mm. And then got into drugs. I, I, have a, I have a different opinion. But... Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Moving onward. A little bit further down. It says, maybe it doesn't matter to you, Roland said. But there are... Others involved, prisoner. Don't call me that, Eddie shouted. I'll call you that until you show me you can walk out of the cell you're in. Roland shouted back. Good old Eddie. The prisoner. Yep, and then... I like this this real moment of truth here. Yep. On the next page. Yes. What's on the other side of the door for me? Eddie asked the gunseer quietly. Go on and tell me. If you can tell me, maybe I'll come. But if you lie, I'll know. And the, the most truth thing Roland has almost ever said. <laughs> Probably death, the gunslinger said. But before that happens, I don't think you'll be bored. I want you to join me on a quest. Of course, all will probably end in death. Death for the four of us in a strange place. But if we should win, though, his eyes gleamed. If we win through, Eddie, you'll see something beyond all the beliefs of all your dreams. What thing? The Dark Tower. The Dark (laughs) Tower. The Dark Tower. It's like, a bit of honesty you got there, Roland. Just go ahead and admit it. You know what? We're all probably just going to die. Probably just (laughs) end of death. We're all just going to die. But we're still going to try. So pretty much he's just like, where are the four? Like, he's just asking these questions. Meanwhile, SWAT's on the other side of the door about to break down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all the gunfire drew some attention. <laughs> and so pretty much it's like, uh, 
He could grab Eddie, force the doorway into existence by their contact, and pummel them both through. But he had seen Eddie risk his life for him. He had seen this hag-ridden man behave with all the dignity of a born gunslinger in spite of his addiction and the fact that he had been forced to fight as naked as the day he was born. And he wanted Eddie to decide for himself. Quests, adventures, towers, worlds to win, Eddie said and smiled wanly. Sounds better than one of those Edgar Rice Burroughs books about Mars Henry used Mars Henry used to read to me sometimes when we were kids. You only left out one thing. <laughs> What's that? The beautiful bare breasted girls. <laughs> On the way to the dark tower, he said, anything is possible. And the gunslinger had smiled at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Eddie kissed the cheek of his brother's head and set it aside. Roll ended up giving him a few clothes to put on. Yeah. He goes ahead does that and gathers up the, the K-Flex and together they, um, they go through the door. And bad things happen as soon as they do. Yeah, because things, things come to light very quickly. On the other side was suddenly rid of the flesh. The first symptoms of uh, yeah. On the other side was sudden. He was suddenly wrecked with fresh shudders of agonizing muscle cramps. The first symptoms of serious heroin heroin withdrawal, and with them he also had the first alarmed second thought. Wait, he shouted. I want to go back for a minute. The desk, his desk, or the other office. Uh, if they keep uh, Henry doped, there's got to be junk, heroin. I need it. I need it. No, no. Uh, that part of your life is over, Eddie. He said. He reached out with his left hand. No, Eddie screamed, clawed at him. No, you don't get it, man. I need it. I need it. He might as well have been clawing stone. The gunslinger swept the door shut. And, uh, yeah, it just falls over. I like that. I like the fact that it's not just the door closes, oh, it just stays there, or it magically vanishes. Nope, it just falls over like it's a prop. And it's done. It's over. That that portal to another world has been closed. Yeah. And so, Eddie's not happy. Chieflet? Yeah, he calls it... Chieflet? Chieflet, yeah. Is that how you pronounce it? Chieflet. The word looked like chieflet. Uh, Medicine from that other world. Kill or cure? Roland murmured. 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 And dry swallowed two of the capsules. Then he took the other three Aston and lay next to Eddie and took him into his arms as well as he could. And after some difficult time, both of them slept. One withdrawal, one dying of poison. They're just... He has his first of the three. The first of the three. To be drawn into his world. His world, which Eddie instantly regretted. No! This sounded good for a second, but... Oh, God, my drugs! My heroin! Yeah, just suddenly thought that... This entire time, he's like, I need a fix, I need a fix, I need a fix, I need a fix. Then it was like, 
Oh, Roland has a plan. Oh, I have a plan. Oh, back and forth. Now we're shooting. La da da da. And Henry's now everything's dead. Blah blah blah. Oh, a new adventure. Fine, let's get this thing started. And then instantly. Oh crap. Yep. Well, it did mention a couple of times while he's holding Henry's head that he's starting to convulse again. Like he's starting to get the the shakes. And then Well, it is, it is. On this empty beach of nothing. <laughs> um, you're not going to get fixed. No. There isn't one. Go, go snort a lobstrosity. It's about all you got because there there is nothing. No. There's nothing for you to try, to do, to substitute. <laughs> Obviously, because Roland, I'm sure Roland, if there was some access to something. <laughs> that he thought could help in any way at all, he would probably go at it. Yeah. But No, that... That is the end of chapter five. Now, this book is strange compared to the well, the first one, and the fact I mean, even compared to a lot of the other ones. Yeah, in the fact that he has created these mini, like this mini chapter, which is called a shuffle. Yes, and it's pretty much a montage of what's happening to Roland as he's having his sickness. Yes, at least this time. I forget what the other ones are. The other shuffles, because there's shuffle, reshuffle, and final shuffle. Yeah, I know this one was the said because of his sickness, because he starts kind of hallucinating about cards being shuffled. Yes, shuffled. Yeah, (laughs) that's the whole thing. So yeah, our next our next chapter for next week it's just called shuffle. There are no numbers and no nothing. It's just shuffle, shuffle. Shuffle. It's kind of like as if, like, I don't even know. Does he even mention? Mr. what? Um, just a minute. Okay, so he does mention um, cards. I yes. thought I thought maybe, because, like, if you thought about this as a movie or a show or anything, it might be more of an effect. Like, just, this is how they're showing you these images. It's like shuffling the cards and who knows how they might do it that way but but yeah it very specifically does mention cards so quite interesting so but yeah that is the end of chapter five we'll be moving on to shuffle technically chapter six (laughs) technically the last the last part before or the last section before part two yeah part two chapter one (laughs) weird how this book is done all together just strange which is fine. It's different. I enjoyed the shuffle. Yes. So we'll get to that next week. But that was the end of chapter five. I did enjoy it. It was good seeing Eddie and Roland finally coming together. Fighting side by side. Yes. And they're back and forth. They're back and forth. It's so great. <laughs> Love their back and forth. And I can't wait to talk about it more next week. Yay! On Let's Blabber. It'll be Monday. But other than that, Amanda's tired. <laughs> Big giant yawn. Uh, as always, you can reach me at Stars Untraveled. Because you nearly kill yourself. Okay. It's all right. It's just it's like CPR. Tula, tula. <laughs> uh, you can reach me at KZ Pup. Reach the show at Beyond Our Focus on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, podcast services, YouTube, all the fun places. We're all around. Uh, please leave a like, subscribe to the channel, comment down below. All that fun stuff. Check out our other content. We got pl- plenty of that out now. 
Uh, especially like the beginning one. Check out that What's in the Box that's coming out yes. Friday. Friday. <laughs> uh, always check out our comics. We enjoy them quite a bit. I'm loving them. They're posted roughly every Wednesday. They don't always post, but they're, uh, they're a little harder to get out than some things. But they're supposed to post every Wednesday. We've got uh, three out at this point. And, and then, well, yeah, in two days I'll be another one. Should be. Um, but am I missing anything? Nope, I think that's good. Awesome, awesome, blossom. Till next time! Long days and pleasant nights. <laughs>